You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Welcome, everybody. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to Feast at Home here in the district of Makati. I want to welcome all those who are joining us for the first time. If you're here, I pray that you will be able to find hope in this place. If you've been joining us for the past year, I welcome you and I pray that you are well, that you are doing okay, especially during this time. I, I ask you now to just share this link, share the link, tag your friends, tell them that there's a feast at home happening here today. I uh, am excited because I know God will speak to you. God will speak to your heart. God will find a way to bless you, brothers and sisters. Okay? I uh, am positive, so positive that God will speak to you because that's how God works. Sometimes you, you try to listen to God and you expect Him to come in thunder, to come in a big way. But, but many times, God will speak to your heart. God will whisper you. And I pray that today, He will just do that. He will do just that, whisper to you, and minister to you in a very, very special way okay so welcome again feast district feast makati district um we're going to continue our deep dive in the through the gospel according to matthew um you know we've been doing this for more than a year again i always say this but but i realize that matthew is up to chapter uh 28 so we, we have uh, 10 more chapters i guess but, uh, you know, this is doing well. This is doing very good. And this is proving to be a lot of help. I, I have been talking to people and they're saying that what we're doing is very good because we try to understand the Word of God according to context. Try to understand the Word of God and try to understand what the plan or what, what the writer was trying to drive at. And that's what's wonderful about the series on Matthew. It's called Side A, Side B. And today, brothers and sisters, we will give you Talk 11, um, Stumbling Blocks or crippled, life, crippled Lives. Stumbling Blocks, Crippled Lives. I uh, need you to give me your undivided attention because God will speak to you. So if you're ready, I want you to declare God's abundance over our lives together. Um, join me in this favorite prayer here at the feast in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, have your way in us today. Speak your words. Speak your words of life. And uh, 
May we draw life from you, O God, our soul. When we're weak, may you be our strength. And may you deal with us personally today through this talk. This is our prayer in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Hallelujah. Can you just tap someone beside you? Or if not, just type in the chat box. Um, God will speak to you today. God will speak to you today. Or change it. God will speak to me today. Um, I, I, I've always wanted to... Uh, growing up, I've always wanted to... To, 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 to do something for community, to do something for the, for the common good of people. While I was growing, growing up, elementary, high school, and college, I had this in mind, brothers and sisters. Can I just share with you that I, I, I'm not really a person who's after titles. I, I, you know, I, I kind of shy away from all those. But there's one thing that I want to do, and it's not about titles. It's about what I can do to help more people. Because at an early age, I, I, my eyes were open to that. Um, because, you know, I, I started community when I was 12. And you, you see, you know how we help uh, our brothers and sisters who are in need. And, and this, this led me to one day decide that I don't want positions. Nothing wrong with that. But eventually, you, you, you assume that. But um, what I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with that. But, brothers and sisters, what I really want to happen is that I want to be an influencer. I want to be an influencer because John Maxwell said, everything rises and falls on leadership. And leadership is influence. I may not have the title, but I really want to influence the people around me. I... I, I I don't go for the titles, but I really want to have an effect in the lives of the people around me. And why am I sharing that with you, brothers and sisters? Because this, from study, from my studying, this is what I have concluded, that God wants me to be an influencer. Ergo, if God wants me to be an influencer, God wants you to be an influencer. Therefore, God made you an influencer. Everything rises and falls on leadership, and leadership is influence. And you are a leader in your own right. You may be leading your families. You may be leading a small group in the office. You may be leading thousands of people. You may be leading um, the country. You may be in, 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 uh, in, in public service. But fact is that God made you an influencer whether you like it or not whether you don't know it or not but today we're going to discover that so that we know the power that we can wield not our own the power of the holy spirit that we can wield so that we will be able to influence people the right way today um i i am amazed at the so many different courses that are that are being offered now in colleges, whereas before it's uh, BS Mathematics or BS Biology, but today you have um, BS uh, Theater Technology or you have Audio 
um, audio engineering, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and and more specialized. And and the, the past years have shown us that there's a career now for people who are who like the internet. They they can be uh, you can they can be a virtual assistant. They can be uh, there. There's so many apps that are coming out also. So uh, they we have people working from home. People who who earn money and they, they don't even need to go out of the house because they're doing everything online. And did you know that there's a Zoom host? A Zoom host. So you, we know we have so many Zoom parties now because we cannot see each other face to face. And we have a Zoom host. And all these brothers and sisters um, show us that things and times are changing. Whereas before, you need to be a Sharon Cuneta or a Piolo Pascual to be influencing people. Um, to be influencing people, you need to be like them. Um, oh, brothers and sisters. Okay. But, but you know what? Now, nowadays, you don't need to be like them anymore. Um, because you can do, you can influence people in, in, um, your own own little way you can influence people online and everyone's an influencer and now we need to understand what sometimes whether whether you know it or not you know what uh, you're able to influence people uh because you have a voice number two because you have their respect uh number three because uh, you you are in a place of authority and uh now even without those I just want to say that you can still influence people. We are all powerful influencers. We are all powerful influencers. We can be endorsers. I don't know about you, but when, when I try a product and it really and, and, and if I really find that product very useful, um, very satisfying, I tell people about it. And when I tell people about it, you know, some people buy what I'm, what I'm sharing with them. And, and, and you have that power. I have that power because God made us influencer. And we are all, quote unquote, powerful influencers. Okay. Now, we're, we're going to, um, I'm going to share with you uh, two of my friends. I'm going to tell you something about two of my friends. Uh, but I won't tell you their names, okay? One friend is kind of hot-headed, and the other one's cool, as in really cool, okay? So one day, one day, uh, my, my friend, who's, who's kind of hot-headed, uh, woke up, and he woke up on the wrong side of the bed, and because of that, he, uh, uh, he, he, he's not 100%, and uh, uh, he's cranky, so he snapped at his wife. And uh, because of that, they had an early argument early in the morning. And because the wife was snapped at, so the wife also started to, uh, you know, um, not have a beautiful, a, a, a nice day. So the wife was also hot-headed already. And then the wife snapped at the son. And then uh, the son, who's a college student, um, going to school, um, he had he was having a hard time getting public transportation so he was really really um um part of the word he was really pissed off 
And uh, so when he got to school, some of his friends, and then he snapped at them. And then, and then the, the people that he snapped at eventually um, snapped at other people. I'm, why do I share this with you? I'm just showing you what, what one person who did not wake up in the, on the right side of the bed uh, can do to affect people, okay? To affect people. Now, let me tell you about my friend number two. He's cool. He's cool. So he, he woke up not on the right side of the bed, but he, he's able to come back. He's able to come back and rebound and, and say, okay, this is going to be a wonderful day and I'm going to go through this day. And I believe that the best is yet to come. And then all these things happened to him. So he, he, but he did not snap at the wife. So the, the wife was okay and it did not snap and, the, and she did not snap at the kid. And then uh, the, the, the son, when he got to school, he did not snap at his classmates. And then the, the world was a different, at, at least uh, a little more at peace in, in the world of my friend who's cool and uh, collected, calm and collected. Why do I share that with you? Brothers and sisters, that shows us that whatever you do has an effect on other people, that you have an influence, whether directly or indirectly. Some people will, 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 will have days that will be ruined because of something that you say, something that you do. That's why as we read the Bible, as we read Matthew chapter 18, verse 6, okay, we will, um, we will uh, find out and discover how important um, your actions are. Okay, Matthew 18, verse 6, it reads, If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Okay. Um, okay. Matthew was trying to tell us that, that it is important to be responsible about how because you could make others stumble. And in, in, in this verse, it says little one. Okay. Now, I don't think they were referring to little bo little boys and girls okay so the in 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 the previous chapters uh jesus called the disciples the lit little ones they wanted he wanted them to be little ones to act like little ones to have the faith like a child so so i can paraphrase this and say if anyone causes one of these disciples those who believe so it's not something around your neck, okay? A used to, um, to uh, grind or process wheat, okay? And they used that. They used the millstone and it looks something like this, okay? So it's, and the, the verse says, that if you cause people to stumble, if you cause people um, and show people the negative side, and you cause people to 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 uh, uh, what's a better word for stumble? If you cause people to sin because of what you're doing, um, Jesus said that it's better that you, you hang something like this around your neck. 
and then go into the deep sea, deep blue sea. Okay. Um, now, why is this important? Because, brothers and sisters, we are, the, our faith is our faith. Faith should be attractive. I said faith, not face. Our faith should be attractive. We should be like sweet-smelling aroma, a sweet-smelling sacrifice, therefore encouraging people to do as we do. But how many Christians do you know people? Do you know people who have turned away from church because of the way Christians have acted? Christians who profess and confess that they are Christians but act differently. Mahatma Gandhi said, that if only the Christ, if only the world can see the Christ of the Christians, they will convert. But they saw the Christians of Christ and they turned away. Do you know of people who were disenchanted with their faith because of the wrong example of Christians around them? I know people, I know kids of preachers, I know some who, who do not participate, who do not go to the service to attend the prayer meetings, who do not go to church with their uh, fathers or mothers who have uh, leadership positions in church. You know why? Because, because what they see and what they hear and, or what they see at home and what they see in church, they don't match. Because of the wrong examples of these people, of the leaders, I'm not pointing at anyone. I'm just saying that we can all fall into this trap. That I pray that it will not happen that one day my son will not want to go to church with me because he will feel, because as a pastor, as a leader, uh, I, I do a lot of things. I don't want that one day he will feel that the church took his dad away from him. You know, people who are like that, it's, time, it's, a, it's, it's a good time to say a prayer for them. Um, because of the wrong examples, people who have turned away, um, you know, it's not their fault. It's because that they saw um, people Christians, professed, self-confessed Christians who are not walking their talk. Huh? Am I making sense? Am I make, Are you still with me? Okay. Now let's continue reading. Chapter 7, it, it reads, Matthew 18, verse 7. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Ito na ngayon. Are you a bad influence? Are you... Are you causing other people to sin? Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. It will happen, but woe to the person through whom it will come. Brothers and sisters, are you causing other people to sin? Parents, are you causing your kids to sin? When someone calls, do you say, Anak, sabihin mo, wala ako. And then we tell our kids to tell the truth all the time. Um, when you're on the traffic, on the road, and, and the, the, the traffic light turns red, do you go faster or do you go slower or do you stop? 
Do you disregard all these? And then you, we will tell our kids, obey rules. This is my rule. And this is our, the, obey the laws of the land. But how can you if you yourself do not? Again, I'm going back to witness. Are you causing other people to sin? Are you causing them to come near to temptation? Okay. Um, I, I just want to read. Temptation is, is bad news. Okay. It's bad news. Balibalik tarin mo man. It's bad news. However, if, if you are the source of temptation, that's really, really, really bad. You, you get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? We should not be stumbling blocks. We should not move or, or, or cause other people to sin because that is not what God wants us to do. We are powerful influencers because God wants you and wants me to be his representatives here on earth. God needs your hands and your feet to embrace those who need to be embraced and not to push people. You are powerful influencers. And if you can only understand the extent and the breadth of this power, this responsibility that God has given us, brothers and sisters, if you only knew what power you're packing, what power you're carrying, you would be careful about how you act. Because we don't want to be like hypocrites, different actuations in church, different when we get home, different words that we speak in church, different words that we speak at home. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Father, at church. At home, talaga kayo, lahat kayo, mga tutut, nila tutut, mga tutut nyo. I will ask you to just jot down the three questions that we should ask ourselves if we are a good influence. Okay? Three questions lang. Three questions. Are we an influencer? Have we acted like influencers? Now, second, have we become good influencers or bad influencers? I started to smoke because of a friend who, at 12 years old, we were 12 years old, asked me to try cigarettes at 12 years old. Um, I won't tell you his name. You know, but, but, but that person's good now. Um, are you a bad influence? Are you a good influence? Three questions that you should ask. Number one, have I hurt others because of my character flaws? <laughs> we're, 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 no one's perfect. Romans 3.23 says, uh, for all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. But, but have, have we allowed these character flaws to influence others in a bad way? Have we hurt others because of our character flaws? Have we hurt others just because I'm hot-headed? Have we hurt others because I'm indifferent? And brothers and sisters, I will not accept, I will not accept the reason, reasoning na, eh, ganyan siya eh. Pabayanan natin, ganyan siya. Okay. <laughs> okay? Pabayanan natin. But brothers and sisters, I, I, I think we still need to be responsible for our actions. That no one stumbles because of us. 
Has anyone stopped attending the prayer meeting because of us? Because of you? Because of the way you're leading? Um, you're a powerful, you're a powerful um, influencer. And Jesus, God, will still continue to use you. Jesus knew that he was building a messy church with messy people. <laughs> All have fallen short of the glory of God. But we have been saved by grace through faith. Jesus knew. That's why he gave us an allowance. Allowance so that we can turn and, 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 and change. And, and uh, we can allow God to work on us. So that what we were before, we will not be anymore. Okay? Have I hurt others because of my character flaws? Um, have I hurt others because I was selfish or greedy or proud or impatient? All these character flaws. Have we caused them to sin? I, I, I just gave a talk earlier and I was telling them, I was telling the, 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 the people who were listening to my talk that God wants us God, God wants us to bless other people. We, God wants you and me to be a blessing. And it's a blessing to be a blessing. And you know what the reward? The reward is when you bless other people. For me, the reward is, is just out of this world. It's, it's Scripture says in Corinthians that because of what we do, other people thank God. Because of what we do. And for me, that is, the, that is the ultimate reward that you know people are thanking God because of what you've done. Let's not allow our character flaws to, uh, to affect the people around us. Again, it's John Maxwell who said that the people who love us the most are the people who know us the least. But what about the people who know us the most? They love us the least because they really know who we are and what we are when no one is looking. That brings me to integrity. What are you doing when no one is looking? And brothers and sisters, can I say this? That if you have integrity, if you have integrity, you will influence people in a big way. Influence people in a good way. Okay, question number two. How do I respond when I get hurt? <laughs> How do I respond when I am hurt? When was the last time you got hurt? When was the last time someone stabbed you in the back? When was the last time you were called names? When was the last time you were betrayed? When was the last time you were swindled? How do you respond when you are hurt. Here's a fact. Hurt people hurt people. If you're hurting, there's a big possibility that you will hurt other people as well. And that's why it's very good for us to understand that when there are people who try to hurt us, when there are people who purposely try to hurt us, when there are people who try to, to uh, uh, destroy us, Almost always, brothers and sisters, these people are hurt people. 
Because that's the truth. Hurt people hurt people. But what we need to do is we need to break the cycle of hurt. Let's break the cycle of hurt. Let's not hurt each other. The other day I was having a conversation with my son and I, I was just telling him, Ziki, it's just you, me, and mommy. Can we not just trust each other? Can we not just trust each other? Can we not think that this person doesn't want me to have fun? Can we not think that our neighbors just want to spoil and, and, and destroy us? Maybe there's a reason why your neighbor is acting differently. And we need to break the cycle of hurt. Because this is something that will go on and on and on and on and benefit no one and destroy everyone eventually. Let's, let's just do that. Question number three. Do I cause others to store, to soar or to stumble? Soar or stumble? God calls us to support one another. In fact, God gave us a commandment that we should minister to one another, meaning we should be at, we should be at each other's service. That I will be ready to serve my brothers and sisters and I will allow my brothers and sisters to serve me. And soar. Soar. Or do we cause other people to stumble? Are we a stumbling block? I'll share with you some quest cuentos. Um, I don't drink. I mean, I, sometimes I drink a, a glass of wine and maybe a bottle of beer. But, but just that. I don't, I don't really drink. I don't get drunk there um i don't like the feeling but uh, i i know when talking about stumbling others okay talking about am i being a stumbling block or am i causing them to sin okay so but but once in a while i i i get invited to a reunion or something and uh, you know when you're when you're on the dinner table and there's a reunion eventually they will have beer uh on the table okay I don't drink, and that, that's not a problem for me. But, but I know that if I allow other people to see me with bottles of beer and, and, and whiskey, etc., in front of me, I, I, I don't think, I don't think they will, they will immediately say, But the very first thing that they will think is, and then what, do, what will they say? Because I'm a pastor, I'm a leader. Ay, umiinom siya eh. E na rin ako. Problem is, that, 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 that guy cannot control himself. So, two things I'll do. I'll be very careful when I post. Or, I will just not attend the party. Because I don't want to be a stumbling block. I don't drink. I can control myself. But others who see me might think that it's okay. I mean, it's okay to overdrink. Social drinking, you know, I can, that's okay. But to overdrink and get drunk, etc. I don't want to be a stumbling block. I don't want to be a stumbling block. What should we do? We should help others to soar. Give them encouragement and strengthen their wings so that they can flap. 
One day, one day, when we get to heaven, I think that, that will be one of the questions that we will be asked. What did you do? Did you cause others to stumble? Or did you cause others to soar? Soar as with eagles wings. Did you help others? Or did you make life bad for them? Did you bring heaven on earth? Or did you bring hell on earth? <laughs> Brothers and sisters, fact is, because of some people, hell happens here, hell happens now. And, and it's, you know, it's because of the things that we do. Again, we may not be doing them on purpose, but we're not trying to avoid them on purpose too. We may not be doing them on purpose, but we need to avoid them on purpose. Because if we don't, eventually we will fall into the trap. Like making hell here on earth. It's like it's when you say something bad against someone. You badmouth a person. In James chapter 3, um, verse 6, it reads, The tongue is a flame of fire. It can start a fire. It can create a fire. You know, a fire can be useful when used properly, but the tongue, when not used properly, can be like a fire. It can, it can start a spiritual fire, an emotional fire, and it's, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Um, the tongue can create hell in this world. How many people... How many people have you hurt because you said a careless word against them or about them? Hmm? How many times? And let's continue. Our words and action okay, can cause people to soar or to stumble. Our words and action can cause people to to uh, grow and some will cause people to die. I'm not even talking about physical death. But a part of us dies when, when, when we're being maligned, when we're being persecuted, when, when lies are being spread against us. By our words and actions, we create heaven on earth. I say that again. By our words and action, we create heaven on earth. But what did you really create, brothers and sisters? Did you really create heaven? Or are you creating health? Hell. And because we're influencers, we can create heaven here on earth. Let's not bring earth to hell. Let's bring heaven to earth so that the world can see that we are Christians. Okay? I'll share with you something. It's the second part. Um, let's continue to read, okay? Uh, from Matthew chapter 18. And, and this is gory, okay? <laughs> because... You know, I, I recently watched a, a movie on, on, on narcos, narcotics, 
drugs and and uh, it, you know it's a it's a different world out there it's it's about killing people it's about uh, uh, the violence it's about uh, the the um the lies the dishonesty the mistrust and and uh, the the following verses that i you know that i will read just reminded me about that you know there's mutilation there's death etc but i'll explain matthew 18 verse 8 to 9 if your hand or your foot causes you to stumble cut it off <laughs> and throw it away it is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire and if your eye causes you to stumble gouge it out and throw it away it is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and to be thrown into the fire of hell again context jesus was not saying we literally do that otherwise we would have uh, <laughs> a group you know a lot of people with one eye in heaven <laughs> okay so um J jesus was telling us something matthew was sharing us something okay and i want you to to listen and then i'll end this in a while okay um yeah so jesus was saying if your hand will sin then cut it off okay jesus was 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 saying if it causes you to sin cut it off jesus was saying and and showing us the urgency okay of of, of being aware and being careful about not sinning because the wages of sin is death okay now um it it, it says here um if 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 your eye causes you to sin gouge it out and guess what when you cut your hand and you gouge your eye um isn't it painful and and jesus i believe here is telling us and, and, and trying to explain to his disciples that that living the holy life can be painful at times living the holy life can be uncomfortable living the holy life can 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 bring you to circumstances where you will squirm in pain because brothers and sisters it is only when we go through that when then we will see the good that god has in store for us what i'm saying is that god will use this pain for us to grow remember last week we said that the only way to grow is to experience pain and we have these stories of 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 shrimps you know like when they when they get too big for their shell already it begins to hurt and then after that because it hurts they will feel uncomfortable and then that will it, it enable them to just get out of their, their 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 skin and then develop new ones so again again we can bring heaven here on earth if you want to create heaven for yourself and for others do not run away from pain because pain has purpose I don't know what you're going through right now, brothers and sisters, but I want you to know that your pain has a purpose. And, and the difference between where you want to be and where you are right now 
or the difference between where you are right now and where you want to be is the pain that you're not willing to endure. So Jesus was saying, it will cost you something. It will cost you something. You will feel some pain, but the pain will be good. In life, you cannot avoid pain. You can never avoid pain. You can only choose what kind of pain you're going to go through. The pain of growth or the pain of regret? Which will it be? Pain is inevitable. But what I love about God allowing us to go through pain is that when He allows you to go through pain, He promised us something. Paul was complaining about a thorn in the flesh and he was complaining about pain and he was saying, God, if you can just take away this thorn in my flesh. God did not say, okay. God said, my grace is sufficient for you. For it is when you're weakest, that is when my power reaches its perfection. It is when you're weak that you will look to me. And when you look to me, you become stronger than ever. Don't run away from pain. Don't run away from pain, brothers and sisters. Don't. Many times in, in our lives, we, we get confused. We get confused. We, in, because we love people, we, we try to be the Savior. We try to be the Messiah. If people don't do what, if people don't do what they're supposed to do, you know, we complain and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But, but can I just say, brothers and sisters, that in line with everything that I've said from the time I started my talk about us being responsible with our actions, yes, we need to be responsible with our actions. And if things don't go our way, brothers and sisters, remember that we are not the Messiah. We are just messengers. We are just messengers. People look at us and we send out messages with the way we live our lives. And God is not calling you to be the Messiah. God is calling you to be the messenger. Just a messenger. A conduit. Be careful with how you act. Be careful with what you say. Be careful with how you live your life. Because you don't know how it will affect the person who is watching you right now the person who is observing your every action your kids your loved ones your constituents be careful i just want to share with you one last story um uh i've I've been hurt many times. And uh, as, as I said, I realized that every, every time I get hurt, it's an opportunity to grow. And uh, have I grown? Yes, of course, I've grown. Am I still being hurt? Yes. Even now, I'm hurting. 
But, but again, I want to use this pain. I will not waste my pain. I will not waste this crisis that I'm going through. I will not waste this pandemic thing that's around me. I will look for opportunities. I will look for opportunities for growth. I will use the pain to propel me to growth. The pain to push me towards my purpose. And I end with that, brothers and sisters. The difference between where you are right now and where you want to be is the pain that you're not willing to endure. And if you are to be a follower of Jesus, get ready for pain. Pain that is good. And if you are a follower of Jesus, get ready to be hurt, to feel pain as you try to live out the life that Jesus wants for you. Why does Jesus allow you to experience pain? Because you might just be the only Jesus that the people around you will see. So just hang in there. Use your pain to find your purpose. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph slash radio.